What's going on, guys? Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor, the daily station chatting with you guys, the people, every single day about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering. This is the official Anchor Station of the Masters of Modern Podcast, and accordingly, I have the host, as I am the co-host, on the station right now. Alex, what's going on? What up? Dude, it's an exciting day today. Opt, All the answers. The, the, the duresses, the lightning strikes, the ops, the spell pierces. It's really, yeah. if I want to answer a thing, I know how to do it. They're like definitely pushing commons, commons and uncommons at the one drop slot in this standard right now. Now, most of what you just mentioned was already legal in modern, but opt was not. And you and I have had That's many true. conversations about opt. Yeah, it's a, it's have, a, for those who don't know, it's one blue, uh, instant uh, scry one draw card. So it's but, that, instant, that instant half, that instant half is real important. And also I would say one other very important detail is that uh, opt was never printed in a time when scry was a keyword and hasn't seen a reprint where scry was a keyword. So the only version well, of opt that existed to this point were versions where you would have to surmise yourself that, oh, this is pretty much just scry one draw card. Right, it was errated when they made Scry Evergreen, uh, kind of in the same way that uh, older cards that didn't have, you know, Vigilance, like Sarah Angel, didn't technically have Vigilance, but when they made Vigilance, Sarah Angel overseas it. Um, right. And then once they reprinted it, we got a chance to see it working on the card. So you and I are going to do a full breakdown right now of Optin Modern, its effect, how it compares to the other one-drop cantrips. Before we do, I should remind everybody listening, guys, if you're hearing this in any form other than on the Anchor app, Download Anchor.fm. It's a free app. It takes you two seconds. Ten minutes of modern. That's our station. If you find it and you listen to this content through the app, or if you click on the Episodes tab, which is basically all of the episodes archived, so you can listen to old episodes, if you do it that way instead of links through the Facebook group or Reddit, it helps us keep doing this. That's the thing we need to keep doing the app. So do that. Take a second, please. Otherwise, let's talk a little bit about Ops. So the first and most obvious comparison is Serum Visions. So it's the last remaining of the big three cantrips, I guess four if Gitaxian Probe was on that list, and now that, you know, Ponder and Preordain and Gitaxian Probe are all banned, we're left with Sleight of Hand and Serum Visions. How does Opt fit against those two cards just right off the bat? When you look at it, is it better or worse than those two cards? Um, I would say that it's different. Uh, you know, we've talked about this a lot today, but, you know, uh, both Sleight of Hand and Serum Visions are going to be better than us if you're digging for a combo piece or you're trying to set up your next turn at sorcery speed. Where Op Shines is decks that want to do stuff at instant speed, stuff like Storm, where really it's just about getting to the next Storm card you possibly can get that you have a lot of in your deck, or my best friend on the planet, Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> uh, right. Who this, you know, this allows, you know, the amount of times I've had to feel bad of having to turn three Snapcaster Mage of Serum Visions at sorcery speed has always been, you know, the field bad. And now I can wait until the end of my opponent's turn to flash Snapcaster Mage and keep counter magic up, but then gain advantage off of an opt. Well, here's an interesting question. I mean, with the way that modern works and has worked, is this better or worse than Thought Scour? I think this is better than... Hmm. Once again, yeah. it, it depends. I, I would I would imagine that you would play both. I think the way that decks previously played Serum Visions and Thought Scour or Thought Scour uh, or Serum Visions and Flight of Hand together, decks will now play Optin and Thought Scour together. I think I think that that is a package in a deck that's functioning at instant speed and then sometimes maybe cast a Tassiger for one. Because the second half of Tassiger 
isn't an instant ability. So he plays well with counter magic. He plays well with cryptic command. And that allows you to kind of, for one man again, have to play. And then also be able to play with both of these really powerful cantrips. So, all right. I think we can agree, legal and modern right now, in no particular order. Serum Visions, Flight of Hand, Thought Scour, Opt. That's going to be the only four cards in that slot that are played, right? I'm not forgetting anything obvious. Uh, not that deals with deck, the top of the deck manipulation. I mean, like, you know, there's the flip a creature's power and toughness, draw a card. There's the give a creature haste. With there's cantrips, but I'm saying in terms of card selection for one mana in blue, those are the four. Yeah. I believe. So, with that being said, let's go through them right now and sort of analyze where where this fits in in terms of just if you're trying to average them out. I think to to, the, to this point, Serum Visions has been the card, and the reason Serum Visions is the card is because it's just a straight cantrip that gives you a lot of information digging to. And Scry Two is better than Scry One, obviously. This is not as good as Ponder with Fetch Lands, especially, and I think most people believe that it's not as good as Preordain. So. To well, this point, it's been the best one. So Wizards also thinks it's not as good. Yes. I think we can still safely say, from a, just a pure impact on the game, like, from that perspective, Serum Visions is still the best one. Now let's go second, which is that Thoughtscour kind of serves a different purpose, but Sleight of Hand has served as Serum Visions 5 through 8 in a lot of cases. Let's compare Opt and Sleight of Hand, because that's, I think, where this gets really interesting, right? Opt is basically... Instead of getting to look at two cards, put one in your hand and one on the bottom, you're getting to look at the top of your library, and I guess the information you're getting in the second card, because you don't know what it is, can be a dud draw more often, but you can play it end of turn, and that's, the, that's where the advantage is. So is it better to get that second half card information, or is it better to play at instant speed? What's more powerful? Well, and that's, that's what I was saying before. It depends on what you're trying to do it. Ad nauseum, Sleight of Hand is going to be better. You're looking for one or two cards that you need, and the, that's just going to be a better card for what you're looking to do. But if you're trying just to gain value, if you're trying to just have a slightly better edge against what your opponent's doing to make sure you have the right cards for the right times, I think Opt is just going to be better because you can use it with more information. Me doing it at the end of my opponent's turn means I know what they're doing or what they did this last turn versus me having to kind of ahead of time try and think what answer am I going to need on the next turn or what do I hope to do on this turn and I think we can agree that Thought Scour because it does serve a slightly different purpose in the decks that want Thought Scour they will still want for Thought Scour Opt is not going to replace so what it really becomes is this card is functionally just going to play with the slot usually occupied by sleight of hand in most decks unless it's a deck that so specifically wants to function at instant speed that it wants to sacrifice that second scry to play opt over serum visions, which I, I think is going to be less I don't know if I than people think right now. I don't know if I agree with that. I think this replaces serum visions in a lot of decks. I think a really? lot of decks, like Delver decks, a lot of decks like um, Pyromancer Ascension or any uh, young Pyromancer decks, like having cards like this are going to be more important. And yes, serum visions gets to do two, two cards, but you don't get that card right now. And that's a big, like, Optus is significantly better than Serum Visions after turn four. Yeah, but Opt I would much rather set it. Opt doesn't set up Delver. I mean, you just mentioned a Delver deck. No, that's yeah, one no, of the no, biggest things. I think Delver more in, in tempo and young Pyromancer deck. I don't think Delver's good in modern. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. people can lambast me for that. But uh, specifically, like, Opt is a way better card late game. 
I mean, my, the problem with Zero Visions and the problem I've had with it in Modern for a long time versus Preordain is I think Preordain is a better card for formats that want to go longer. And uh, Zero Visions forces decks to want to be aggressive because they want it to set up their next turn, which means that it's only really relevant turn one through three. Opt is going to be so much better turns five through six than a grindier deck like Grixis Death Shadow or something along the lines of just regular Grixis Control is going to want Opt more often. So last question on Opt for you. The choice to make Opt an actual reprint as opposed to a functional reprint I thought was very interesting. Um, obviously, obviously just sometimes they do that, but I think we've seen so many times over and over and over again when they have the opportunity to do something interesting like this, they will make it a little bit more uh, block-centric or try to reflect the flavor of the block a bit more. And I think it's interesting to pull from a, from a set so long. This is pulling from a set 17 years ago. Like, they didn't... The fact that this hasn't been reprinted in that long is crazy to me. I can't believe they chose to just reprint Opt as opposed to just make another card that is opt and call it something else that's reflective of the set. It doesn't feel like the way they design cards right now. Well, A, they, you know, they've, they're now trying to get cards when they can. B, opt is a great single word. Like they, they've said time and time again that they wished in the early game of magic, they were more careful with naming things, uh, badly or, you know, using really, really flavorful single word, one, two word names on kind of cards that now aren't ever going to be relevant versus saving them for cards that can be evergreen. And Opt is kind of like that. It's a three-letter word. Um, so I'm not, I'm actually I'm more surprised they haven't reprinted it. And before Scry became evergreen, I totally understand why that was an issue. But once that became evergreen, I think it was just a matter of time before Opt specifically was reprinted. Got it. Interesting. All right, man. Well, thanks for chatting a little bit about Opt today. I think, uh, this, as soon as I saw this, the first person I wanted to call was you, so I'm glad we found the ch a time to uh, chat about it, and uh, we'll see how this, you know, functions in modern. I'm really excited to see the impact. Uh, again, guys, go check out our spoiler card. We just spoiled uh, Spell Pierce. Uh, you can listen to the full episode that just went up today on Collected.Company, the full episode, including also uh, ten, uh, eight cards each that we think should never be unbanned in modern. You can find that, Collected.Company. You can find me personally at Ben Bateman Media. I'm at Kess Wiley, and make sure to tune in next week because our three-year anniversary episode is next week, so it's going to be epic. Three years on the MMCast. All right, man. Enjoy your night. Enjoy Destiny. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Yep, bye. All right, see ya.